Welcome back to the Bopping with Alec podcast. I'm your host, Alec, here with my guest and husband, James. Hello, James. Hi, everyone. Something a little different about this podcast is we are on the big island in Hawaii. So it's a little it's a little different uh, being able to record outside, not back in Minnesota, where it's currently snowing. Um, but what's kind of funny about this specific podcast is we obviously can't give up a week without watching Bravo. So we've had to watch these shows at weird times. Um, Cause that'd just be nuts if we went a week without watching Housewives. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think you could pay me to not watch it for a week. That's just. I probably could have watched late, but it was a fun uh, family activity. Yeah, we'd watch we it with some the family. There was some questionable. Uh, I don't even. There were some things that I don't know just got a little uncomfortable. Some people had to leave the room. <laughs> Um, but let's just dump, jump into it. Um, cause I want to get back to the beach. So yeah. let's just jump into Salt Lake city. Um, James, what are your thoughts? I am happy the season is over. Honestly, uh, yeah. that's my overall thought on Salt Lake. Once we got to the end here, it just, the f- the fights and arguments that they're having have just now officially gotten so repetitive and I feel like we just keep going over the same stuff oh, like just like time and again every episode so I think it was definitely time for the season to be over uh main thoughts uh as far as this episode the finale uh starts off with Heather's dad's memorial uh really nice that she was able to have that but i was i just found myself really sad for her that like her siblings and her mom like didn't show up really yeah i mean it was weird that i mean when her brother they did like a little flashback thing and her brother was looked like out in the parking lot like hugging her mom and so like she showed up not for her her as in Heather, but she showed up for Heather's brother. Yeah, and she was kind of talking about how she's just, like, the scapegoat for the family of, like, leaving the church and being a sinner or whatever. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I kind of, I feel, I feel bad for Heather that she has to kind of navigate life, you know, knowing that quite a few family members did kind of reject her and put her on the back burner um and i don't know i feel bad for her but i'm happy that she was able to have a memorial you know with some of her family members for her dad and you know really be able to have that closure yeah yeah it was really nice and i just like heather's just the nicest most normal one on that show and i think she has a lot more to offer in terms of uh, the future of Salt Lake City Housewives, so that was good. Yeah, I definitely think that she is normal. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I want to hang out with Heather. I I need to make that happen. She seems like fun. Yeah. Um, now, okay, then there was this photo shoot for Meredith that she did in support of the LGBTQ 
community, um, and she had her whole family involved. Ugh. And it, I mean, it looked cool, interesting, supportive, but there was this comment made by Brooks that kind of stood out to me, and it was him saying, pretend like we aren't siblings, or something like that, and it really gave me cruel intentions vibes, Um, and I'm happy to see that Chloe was a little bit weirded out by that comment as well. Yeah, I mean, it was funny, but... It was funny, but also, like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so overall, the photo shoot looked cool, though. I liked all the, you know, like, super vibrant colors and everything that they used and um, just the location itself. You know, like, the salt flats are super cool. Um, And so, I don't know. Overall, I thought that was neat. Yeah, I mean, it was, what was it, for Glad? Yeah. Yeah, so obviously they did, like, a rainbow of these satin whatever they are. Very Meredith. And to each their own, uh, I wouldn't wear one. I wasn't a huge fan, but I I guess they, you know, made a statement. But, okay, so she has these weird, like, silk suit things, but... I thought I heard a comment that it was really a photo shoot for the jewelry. Yeah, I don't really know. I, I don't like, understand her business, honestly. I need to go to her store and see what she sells. I mean, obviously there's clothing and her jewelry in there. But I need to know, like, does she sell every single one of these suits that was worn in the photo shoot? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. I think it was more so for her brand. Her brand. For um. her family. Yeah, her family brand. Um, but yeah, and then she's annoying. Yeah, uh, and then on to this like Whitney and Justin scene. We all know what scene we're talking about. It's so gross. I thought we could have done without that. I like Whitney, but like this whole like sexual side of her is getting kind of I don't know weird. It's like it's fine, but where she took it on camera with like. So, like, first, you know, he comes home, and she's, like, in her slutty little outfit, which, like, sure, that's that's fun. That's something that, yeah, like, sex positive. We should, you know, embrace that side of ourselves. But then <laughs> I felt like it was, like, we were a second away from seeing something X-rated with the, when they moved to the bedroom. Yeah, I... I don't know, it was just like it kept going like one step further, like every ten seconds, and I just thought that was a little a little much paint to be watching. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's a little much to even just be discussing. So we can move on to the finale party. <laughs> Come on, gotta mention the paint. Ugh. When Justin slapped her ass with a handprint I, paint. I don't know. I just like <laughs> come on. Like at a point where it just feels like it's almost forced and like Oh, yeah. No, it felt forced. And, like, Whitney had this whole idea that she pitched to the production. They're like, oh, yeah, do that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that's an ongoing thing with me when things start to look a little bit too produced. It's just, like, they went too far. Yeah. Um, Then there was this finale party that Lisa hosted. It was a Vita event. um, 
and Lisa claims that she doesn't like a themed party, but I'm pretty sure that the theme was 80s slash 90s inspired fashion. So wouldn't that be an 80s or 90s themed party? No, it was so stupid the whole way that even she like all of the editing it. and the graphics were like literally like 90s. I feel like they there were was making like a fun 90s filter on the whole thing. Yeah, I feel like whoever edited all those scenes was totally like making fun of her for like saying it's not a theme. I don't like a theme party. Yeah, well, and then like the other thing is just like usually the finale party is like there's usually a theme or there's a reason for the party. And I feel like this was literally just like you rented a venue, threw up a Vita sign in the back and you had people show up and it was like a strip mall. It just seemed is everything in Utah, a strip mall. I mean, that's what it seems like. (laughs) It's just funny. Like maybe strip malls are where it's at. Yeah. No, but you know, she it's not like she was launching this brand like what was the point of it i know i just just like promoting why couldn't it have just been someone's birthday or uh, you could literally come up with so many reasons to have a party and i don't think there was a reason no no one ever really like so it almost just seems like that production just like needed another weekend of filming or whatever to wrap it up to wrap up the season and they were just kind of like Let's Lisa, it's your together. turn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed weird. The party seemed fake. And then it just kind of ended and nothing really happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were a few things. Um, like a few conversations that were had at that party. Uh, the first one that stood out to me was uh, Jen Shah asking Meredith, like, why won't you be friends with her? And then, like, of course, Meredith just comes back to this, what you said about my family, and, like, whatever she yeah, has had to say. dealing with, like, the trauma and whatever. And it's, like, this has been going on for the whole season. It for went on last now. season. And it's just, like, I am entirely sick of her. I think she needs to move on or, like, be done with the show. Like, that's where I'm at with her. Because yeah, if this is going to go on for a third season, it's just not really worth listening no, to. No, no. And we've been kind of talking the whole time. It's like, it doesn't make sense why she's friends with Mary. They don't seem to really have much in common. And she's just like, the people who she was actually friends with, she's alienated them by this ongoing, these ongoing issues that she just, like, can't give up. And I get yeah. that, like, yeah, there's, like, you know, conflict, and that's why we have these reality shows, but she just seems to be hanging on to something that doesn't need to be talked about anymore. Like, it's been talked about. Move on or just don't be there. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just, I'm sick of her, and I hope she well, also can actually move it's on. Like, okay, Jen, like, obviously, like, she has friends, but it's like, why do we need to, like, gain acceptance from Meredith like why do I guess like why is it such a big deal for you to be friends with Meredith and I understand that like yeah you were like friends or whatever before but like can't you just like accept the fact like why I almost feel like it's like begging 
for like your friendship back and like sometimes in life people aren't just meant to be friends like there are people that like i'm not friends with anymore so like but i'm not going up to them being like why can't we be friends or like why don't you like me like just let that ship sail yeah you know no, just, i agree like, i don't know i wish jen would I just think it would be it would be hard in the situation of like you're because you're with forced them. to be with that person yeah. constantly and jen Shaw obviously does not back down from anything yeah so that could be part of it yeah um then there's mary yeah she's checked out she's done i honestly don't even know why she showed up to the finale party I am also done with her. She, I just, no. I just, I don't understand how she even got into this position. No. I, it, she's just not a good fit. Like, yeah, she's quirky and whatever, but she's just not giving it. She's not having any conversations with anybody, specifically Whitney. She won't give her the time of day. And it's like, Whitney also needs to just like stop trying. Yeah. Stop trying. Mm hmm. And I think that's why I said, you know, at the beginning of talking about Salt Lake, it's just like everything is just like ongoing and rehashing, re-talking mm-hmm. about it, no resolution. And it's just getting old, Yeah. especially like Mary. If, you know, the second someone like is in the position she is where she's alienated herself from almost everybody, she just kind of barely shows up and barely you know, has a presence in any form. Uh, I think that's when we know it's like, okay, bye. And then, so first, you know, Whitney tries to reconcile with her, whatever. That didn't go well, obviously. Like, we didn't think it was going to. And then Jenny, who... All all other issues that we know now with Jenny aside, um, her trying to, you know, get mad at Mary again for ignoring her. And it's like... You know, we keep coming back to it. Like, just stop trying with Mary. Nothing's going to change. And also the other thing is, like, okay, so you want this chick to pay attention to you and, like, be friends with you, be nice to you, yet you choose to throw a drink in her direction. Like, do you really think that's going to help your situation or make her want to be friends with you? I just... (laughs) It's just... I don't know. And the throwing the... Jenny throwing that drink, it just seemed like... Like, why? There was no point to it. I don't know. It was weird. It almost seemed like Jenny kept, like, looking at Mary from the corner of her eye, just, like, constantly watching her. And then a few cocktails in, she was like, I'm going to, I don't know, start shit. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, she just, I don't know. She's gone. She's gone. (laughs) She's irrelevant now. Yeah, you need to just No one's going to miss you. She's annoying. But now, upcoming, we have the reunion. And there's this clip that's been going around where Andy, you know, kind of tries to confirm with Jen, you know, there are these two charges against you. Like, one's 30 years, one's 20 years. And he's kind of just confirming this with Jen. And, I mean, from the preview, Jen is seen responding, saying, I don't know. And Andy's like, you don't know the charges against you? And right there... She's delusional. I want to shake her. I want to... How? What do you mean you don't know? Like, you could say, yes, I understand. I mean, you already had to do that once. 
The future does not look bright for Miss Jennifer Shaw, in the words of Merida. Yeah. Jennifer Shaw. Um, the, <laughs> the federal government doesn't just decide to go after you. Like, the FBI doesn't just wake up one morning and say, you know what? I think we're going to charge her. They decide to pursue cases when yeah, they, they feel that someone. they've gathered enough evidence against somebody that incriminates them so like she keeps saying innocent until proven guilty but like i don't i think she is living in a fantasy world when she says that like yeah that's something you can be hopeful of but i don't think that's going to be your future honey yeah so we'll have to see i mean obviously they're filming season three now and jen is part of it and her trial is coming up very soon, so we'll... Like next month, isn't it? Yeah, so we'll just have to see kind of how that plays out, and obviously we'll just have to figure that out via the internet because the new season won't come out for quite some time. But Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I obviously stand by innocent until proven guilty, but we'll just have to see how that plays out. I think she's guilty. Um, I'm not standing by innocent until proven guilty. All the people around her yeah, are... All of them have pleaded or pled guilty now. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, and then... And then moving on to Lisa and her role at the reunion. I, I mean, they... In the clip, they show her kind of being like... Um, kind of freaking out about that whole the rant that she went on and how she like tells production like you knew that like I was just going on a rant like you used that against me so people can you know just be like that's who you fucking are that's who you are like blah 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 and then they show her leaving saying I'm done so like who knows how that actually that could literally have just been her like out just like taking a breather you know and they like edit it a certain way because they do that to us all the time i i mean she's obviously not done right so i I guess we'll see how that actually comes about i feel like she was just going on a walk and they probably get her to come back yeah she needed to go it was so funny though she needed to go to del taco oh man she needed a taco she needed a taco sometimes Um, i need a taco it was kind of funny though like hearing her in her dressing room like blaming production on that information getting out and it's like but it's like you were literally filming (laughs) like you know that you're away filming and yeah yeah then obviously mary doesn't show up and that's kind of all we know at this point until we see the reunion yeah mary doesn't show up so bye and it's been confirmed that she's no longer part of it so yeah so that's Salt Lake finale recap. What's your, what's your like final words on Salt Lake? Um, I still like Salt Lake. It's one of my favorite cities. Um, I'm excited to see how season three, um, how season three looks. Um, I always think it's nice when they film a reunion and then jump right into filming again. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just feel like things are more real. It's happening in real time. The conversations are happening, you know, right away rather than, like, having time off. Um, so, yeah. And, I, obviously, I just want to see how, like, this whole thing with Jen. Yeah, I'm just out. hopeful that we're 
not continuing the same narrative that we've had. Yeah. And I, I hope that we change. move on to other discussing other things. That's my that's my final thoughts. Yeah. Should we move on? Yeah, New Jersey. Let's talk New Jersey. Um, so we'll jump into uh, Dolores and Frank and the family dinner where, um, you know, the whole family just goes out to eat and they start talking about Frank and yeah, these like how women they've never lived together. How, yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> an odd <laughs> dynamic. Um, yeah, I mean... Frank, he, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's, like, talking about, like, bringing a bunch of ladies home, like, you know, and then Dolores is like, yeah, you can't do that when you're living with the kids, Frank. Right. right. <laughs> you know, she says Frank. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that'll be an adjustment. He, they got divorced when the kids were, well, she was pregnant with her daughter, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. But uh, Gabriella. Ga- no. Gabby? Maybe That's it's her name. Gabby. Gabby. Okay. Yeah, Gabby. Gabby. While you talk, I'm Googling. Gabby and Frank Jr. Frankie. Yeah. Uh, so they've never actually like lived with Frank Sr. Big right. Frank, Juicy Frank. Yeah, Gabrielle. Okay, so her name is Gabrielle. Yeah. Anyways, she's like you know, normal <laughs> as far as yeah, people on, yeah, as far as yeah. people on reality shows go, she's mm-hmm. not like psychotic. And so she's just like telling Frank, like, you gotta be good. Right. You can't be bringing, can't be bringing strange ladies home while we're all under the same roof. But I thought that was kind of funny, but I mean, Frank seems like a really good dad. Um, I really like Frank. I love yeah. Dolores. She's one of like my favorite housewives of all time. Um, but she does, you know, finally drop the news. Yeah, that she's done with David. Yep. And rightfully so. I felt like that relationship was literally fizzling. And just like, it, I don't even understand it. I don't get it. I, <laughs> I don't know. They're weird. They're annoying. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm happy they're done as far as the show goes, but it was kind of sad to see the kids being like, well, you brought this guy into our lives. We like got used to him and they're kind of like, this will be like a breakup for us too. And she kind of acknowledged that. Yeah. But it's like, okay, you also didn't even live together. So they tried to, yeah, (laughs) but like it just, I don't even, I don't know. I think that relationship went on for too longer than it needed to be. Yeah. Um, okay. And then Margaret kind of drops this, well, the bomb that everyone already knew about. She pretty much brought it out into the public that Bill, had cheated on Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jennifer's reaction was, of course, she started like crying, whatever, because I assume she didn't know that Margaret was going to say that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what are your thoughts on that? So, I mean, Jennifer, I, I think Margaret really got to the root issue of why Jennifer's so upset with it. Um, cause you know, Margaret, originally Margaret and Jennifer were like feuding about it. And then, you know, this episode we see Margaret and Jennifer kind of reconcile a little bit. Um, and 
we get to something that I am completely on Margaret's side about. Uh, she thinks Jennifer's brainwashed to yeah. believe that it's like her own fault for Bill having an affair. Right. Um, and that's such a backwards way of thinking. Right. She's like, oh, I'm not being a good enough wife. I'm not putting out enough. Like, you know, and I guess, you know, that is part of like their Turkish. Are they from Turkey? Yeah, their Turkish yeah. culture. And I, I get that part, but she needs, like, she's going to get flack for saying that and thinking that in this day and age. Like, mm-hmm. that's just completely backwards. Your husband is a cheating pig. It's not anything you did. Right. Like, no one ever drives you to cheating. That's just not a thing. Like, he yeah, just like needs to take cheating, responsibility. You either, you either leave the relationship or you figure out what it is that's going on and you fix it right away like yeah just go off and start cheating so good on margaret for bringing that out uh i think i finally started to understand why jennifer is so upset about it now it's because she's embarrassed and you see it because i thought there would have been like more anger towards her husband not sad and like you know like oh don't talk about it i'm ashamed like yeah, I get there's a level of shame either way, but still, like, no, this is not your fault. So I think we're going to see more of that is my prediction. We're going to yeah. see that conversation kind of build a little bit more. Right. Um, and then we have, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, we have Jackie and Evan going out to dinner and she becomes super vulnerable and talks about how she's still, you know, facing this eating disorder that you know she really struggled with back in you know her early 20s and whatnot um and you know she's you know really looking for help not just from evan but she dives right into therapy and i think that's good that you know right off the bat she's going back to therapy and you know trying to get the help that she needs yeah she clearly is still going through it um i don't you know, know I the can't proper speak on this, but i definitely think that you know if that's something that you struggle with i feel like it's kind of with you yeah that's what, kind of what i was gonna say it's like is it life? like in remission type right. of a thing like i don't know the correct term when it comes to an eating disorder uh but she's obviously not you know there's no like I'm cured. It's like an ongoing thing. And I think um, as far as just like shedding light on a difficult issue, that is uh, something that's important. Yeah. Um, And then lastly, uh, we saw Teresa getting upset with production over the Louis drama and, you know, that the producer was like Louis upset because people are talking about him um and like even before that Teresa was on the phone with him and they were having this conversation and she was saying like I'm mic'd I'm mic'd yeah whatever. one second I'm mic'd let me turn my mic off um and then she totally just like gets in a full argument with whoever that lady producer is yeah and she was like what's wrong what's wrong and she's like, it's because everybody keeps talking about Louie. And he feels uncomfortable. And well, she's maybe screaming. you should be going on these weird 
retreats and I don't yeah. know. I, like, to me, sorry, that's a, this video is out there and like people are going to talk about it. You are weird. marrying a woman who is on a reality, a very well-known you're, reality and show. And the whole family is on a reality TV show. So, it's not just her. Like, you're marrying into a family that's right. in the public eye. Yeah, so I so think he's just going to have to get over that if he really wants this relationship to work. Because, obviously, Teresa is not going anywhere. No. She needs this. Yeah. So. She needs the publicity for all of her other ventures. And, like, she makes a ton of money on The Housewives. So, like, he's going to have to deal with it. And I think... Part of it is Teresa's, like, an OG, right? So she thinks, like, I can do whatever I want. Right. Yep. What are they going to do? Fire me. Right. I am this show. Yeah, it's the Teresa show. <laughs> yeah. So it, well, see how that works out for Louie. Um, I think part of it could just be creating the drama. But I, I guess I, I'm interested to actually hear Louie speak a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, like, they did show him, they, he was, like, playing that, like, I don't know, it was almost, like, relationship-building type game. Oh. And I just, like, it was I don't cringy. know. I just thought that was a little, like, what are you, taking one of these He's games a little that much. played at one of your retreats and, like, trying to utilize that to, like, I don't know. It, I just thought that whole thing was weird. He's too much. Yeah. I am, again, I just, like, haven't really seen a whole lot of realness from him yet, so right. I guess stay tuned i i feel like i say that a lot but i don't know enough about him to form a full opinion the whole video thing was the weirdest fucking thing i've ever seen yeah well okay and then also what's really weird about him his ex i don't know if it's ex-wife or ex-girlfriend is dating or supposedly dating david right there's something Dolores like that. Is, I don't remember. Yeah, hold on. I need, wow. I just need to look at this real quick. Um, Dolores, David, dating. Louis ex-girlfriend. Um, I swore I read this somewhere. Um, yeah, there's a rumor. Uh, two days ago, Dolores addressed the rumor that ex-David is dating Louis' ex-girlfriend. Um, da, 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 da. And it was the ex that he did this video about, right? I honestly don't even know. Um, yeah, there's a rumor that David is dating Louis' ex. Um, and Dolores said, I think there's a connection. I don't think it's the ex that we've heard of. I need to research this. I don't know. Okay. David's dating a girl named Vanessa, and Vanessa is what Louis' ex-girlfriend's name Okay. So it could be the same one. That'd be super fucking weird um, and small world, but it's Jersey, so anything can happen. Um, so Jersey. with that, Jersey, I'm liking it. I'm excited to see where it goes. Obviously, it's pretty new in the season. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll see what happens. Um, jumping over to Summer House, we are back in the Hamptons. And Kyle and Amanda continue to argue. Um, like, I feel like this has just been going on for so long. And I'm starting to get kind of annoyed with them. Um, I just don't understand how you're literally one or two months out of your wedding date and you are still arguing every single weekend, every single time you're together. I just, I don't get it. And obviously we know that they got married because in real time, like we saw all the pictures and everything, 
I just don't understand how you go from literally every weekend you are fighting to you're supposed to get married in the next two months. And you're just fine. And everything's fine. Uh, I don't buy it. It's just, I don't know. I just think... They don't seem ready. I, yeah, I, I just I don't mean, get it. At what, based on what we're seeing, any anything can happen behind closed doors and when the cameras are off. But right. They do not seem ready. It's, it's just like... Everything in the episode, it starts off with, like, their wedding planner, and it's, like, stress. And then we go to invitations, stress. And then, you know, whatever, they have their first night, and Kyle uh, is talking to Danielle. Yep. And Danielle flat out asks Kyle, like, are you happy? Right. And... (laughs) He can't answer the question. Yeah, he, like, can't answer it. And basically says, like, we don't have anything co- in common other than, like, our lover boy business. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a uh, huge red flag. Yeah, it's a big red flag. I think he called Amanda a bitch, a na- basically a nagging bitch. Yeah, because she's constantly nagging. I mean, he's, like, he's even, he's, like, mimicking her being, like, Kyle, Kyle. But, like, I wouldn't oh be that way, too. Like, <laughs> but, I... That's fucking annoying. It was funny because they also like showed, like they showed like all saying, of the clips of her being Kyle. Kyle pick Kyle, up after yourself, Kyle, Kyle, vacuum, Kyle, Kyle. It was kind of funny. It was um, funny. obviously those things all didn't happen like within an hour's time. It was like over the course of the weekend or whatever. But it was funny how they put that together. Yeah. Um, and then they had the bondage party. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so I have, I have a couple. A, it looked like fun. Right. Uh, It was different. They've never done anything like that. Yeah. Usually it's just like a lame, not lame, but like 4th of July (laughs) party or whatever. And the second thing that I thought, um, it kind of just seemed like a certain night at a gay bar that we frequent. Right. (laughs) That was my other thought that like, good for them. For uh, dabbling in the that side of their uh, sexual exploration, right? <laughs> it was fun. I, overall, solid theme for a party. Uh, it's different. It's not '80s. It's not, you know, country. It's not all those kind of like standard ones. I thought it was new and different and fun. And they all looked like they were having a blast. And yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to go. I wanted to invite. Yeah. Well, and but I did notice that, like, they show people when they have these parties, they show, like, other people coming to the house and, like, coming to the front door. And, like, some people aren't wearing that attire. And so I'm like... Did you forget to tell them? Did you... <laughs> do we not extend the... Um, some people did. What is that called? Um, requ- not requirement. The... Theme. Yeah, I guess theme or, like... Outfit. Costume. Yeah, like, outfit. I don't know, like, what do you call it? Attire. Yeah, I guess just the attire. Do we not share that with the guests that you invite? I'm confused. It was literally, like, half and half. They showed, like, an overview of the pool. Yeah. And, like, half and half. It was just weird. I bet some people were just like, I'm not doing that. But, like, like don't come then. (laughs) Um, Luke and Kyle's outfits, they were kind of 
half-assed as far as the theme went. Well, I and I was surprised that it was half-assed thing. because Luke shared a story about how, like, there was a girl that, like, dripped hot wax on him and, like, gave him this blowjob. And I just, like, feel like if you're going to have experiences like that, it just it seems like you would have had no problem with finding an outfit and putting yeah, something together. Yeah, so he fell short on the outfit, but he did turn his room into, like, a sex engine with the red lights, and he had a whip. So, like, I'll give Wasn't him more of a pass. And he oh, had a whip. It? And that was his room. This Luke's? Yeah. I miss, I con- must have confused them. I thought that was Andrea. And I think it was Luke's bedroom. He, like, put red lights in his lamps or whatever. Um, so I'll give him a pass on that. But, like, why is Kyle dressed as a police officer? Yeah, I don't get it. I didn't get that at all. Um, and, uh, speaking of Andrea. Yeah. He... Andrea looks he good. He still annoys the shit out of me, but he looks good. Um, so yeah, Andrea can he can get host it. Host a bondage party at our next party. Oh yeah, he's always welcome. Um, and Sign then me yeah, up. Uh, Carl also seems he seems happy, and I'm. It makes me happy to see him. You know, finally. Finally, you know, just really coming to senses with his sobriety and really navigating that. Um, I just feel like he's being more authentic to who he is. Um, and overall, just like his mood is good. Um, and he kind of seems like the person that is, I don't know, the. He just seems like calm about everything and like the voice of reason now rather than just being like a drunk mess um so i think like, it's a nice uh change and a huge contrast from where he was yeah and like obviously he's with Lindsay in real time now but like his conversations with sierra i think it's cool to see sierra you know obviously she can still party in there kind of trying to figure out where they're at mm-hmm. um but she everyone's just very supportive and specifically sierra she's supportive of him and um provides like words of encouragement and i think that's i don't know i think it's cool yeah well and then they a little bit make out i mean sierra had a blindfold on so who knows if she knew if she knew it was him right that was that was a, a thing a vibe yeah um and then there's Alex, who, like, I keep forgetting about because I feel like he's so literally boring. just, I don't, he's just an extra body in the house. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He's boring. Something needs to happen with him. Otherwise, get out of here um, because you're boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paige gives Alex advice. They're, like, out to dinner, and Paige is giving him advice on, like, his approach with Sierra and... Paige tells him to be more assertive or aggressive or whatever she said. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like he kind of drops the ball when it comes to Sierra. He's just awkward. He's Does awkward. He say? doesn't talk. The only thing he talks about is his meal prep and how many calories and protein he takes in with his meals. Yeah, he's like this pretty face with no game. Yeah. I just can't do, like, the broy like, fitness. Mm-mm personalities because they're all the same (laughs) um and then of course there's Paige who's you know working this angle between Andrea and Craig um we obviously all know who she picks in the end um but it's weird seeing how like there's 
Andrea, who like brings her coffee in bed every morning. He's like this mama's boy, like super. He's like gentle with her and like speaks so like kindly and nice to her. And you'd think that she would go with him. I would have picked him. And but she's with Craig, who there's like all this drama with like Kristen Cavallari and everything, and it just Craig's seems like also just like gross, whiny. Yeah, I mean, he definitely used to be way more whiny than he is now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, I want to see how that plays out because it's like, what in He wasn't Craig, there this week. No, he wasn't there yeah. this last weekend. Um, but like, what is it that, you know, triggered her to, you know, really make that final decision? So that'll be interesting to see. Um but yeah, and then lastly, they show Danielle having this heart-to-heart with Paige and Sierra and how um, they just kind of, you know, recap that lover boy conversation about, I think it, did the episode end there? Yeah. Where it was like Danielle they telling cut them, off. yeah, telling them that their only commonality is lover boy. They're and all everyone, kind of shocked and everyone's by that. like jaw dropped. Um, doesn't Kyle walk up and be like, what are you guys, talking, are you guys about? talking about? And then yeah. it cuts off. Yeah. yeah. That'll be interesting. Um, I have a feeling that's going to create some drama. I don't think sure. they're going to keep it to themselves. Well, and they've all been like drinking and stuff too. So that's obvious. Something's obviously going to happen with that. Yeah. But, um, that's about it on summer house. I am enjoying this season. Um, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens with that. Um, I'm sad that Lindsay wasn't there. She was only there on like a FaceTime. So yeah. I always, I always need her energy at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully she's back next week. Yeah. Um, otherwise that's all for this episode. I need to get back to the beach. Um, James, thanks for joining. Yeah. Thanks um, for having me. And thank yeah. you everyone yeah, for, everybody listening for listening to us from Hawaii. Yeah. Make sure to rate and subscribe. Give me a follow on Instagram at Bobbin with Alec. We're going to go back to the beach and thanks for listening. <laughs>